A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. All right. <clears throat> Woo. You know what I like about Anthony? What do you like about him? Every time, no matter where I show up, Woo. Anthony just made coffee. Mm, I made this coffee. I, I'm Fair sorry. I, for some reason, because Anthony always makes it. So just What's weird is I made it for him. Here, when you A- anywhere. Here. Like, if I come here this to our studio, Anthony made coffee. Okay, usually. so here. If I come to your just spot, to there is also coffee. Are we live? I just want to make sure people don't think that we'd be hanging out. <laughs> me, and Matt, me and Matt don't be hanging out. All right? I like snowboarding. <laughs> sure. snowboarding. I like the militant snowboarder. He's I'm comfortable today, man. I wish this was video. So Wait, are we recording? Because I don't want people to think. <laughs> Matt knows I'm joking. Everybody does. I don't. Places. But oh, is that <laughs> why your face looks so sour? Do you snowboard like, or ski? No. Anthony's no. dressed like a militant snowboarder. That's well, they why said. We're... They said. Um, what do they say? They say dress the part you want to be. So you want to snowboard? Thinking about it. Mm, why don't we go? The I've never snowboarded. I got my rusty knees. Don't think my too. rickety knees I can, can hold a lot more. Oh, a lot it's more fine. It's Your knees? So? Yeah. yeah. Get a GT snow racer or something. That'd be fun. I did. Oh, hey. The last time I rode a, or I've been around a GT snow racer is. Does that mean snowmobile? It, no, it's like those little like Unmoded. toboggans that had like skis and a seat on it. You don't remember them? They were awesome for tobogganing. Because you oh, could kind of oh, like oh, the front blade. Yeah, it's not motorized. No, 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 it's just no. like a little vehicle. Yeah, exactly. With a blade on, like a ski on the front. Yep, yeah, exactly. Ah, I thought that was for children. That's what but I'm yeah. Why for. would it be for children? And who says I'm not a grown child? You <laughs> definitely good. are. Thank so you. I broke my tailbone. Oh yeah, we talked about this by before. getting a GT rammed in my ass. Ooh, we didn't talk about that far. And it wasn't for pleasure <laughs> that time. <laughs> yeah. But hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Did we talk right. about this when you mentioned the car accident and all that other? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I thought that was. I guess I just no. like you were there because it was by that hill by the your rails. house. Yeah. How does a tailbone break? What does that mean? Because I've cracked, heard that before. Not broke, okay. That sounds painful and it's so way. painful. You can't sit. You have to be on your stomach the entire time. How but long it feels was it? like I couldn't sit for like over a week. It's a long time to not sit. Did you sleep in your stomach? Yeah. And then I couldn't go back to sleep on my side or back for a while. And then it hurt to walk. can imagine. And everything was painful. Problem with sleeping on your stomach is that you can't get aroused. Welcome to the DNA Airwaves. (laughs) That's one of them. I am Matt Kesselman. Anthony here. Anthony Lewis is considering covert snowboarding. Covert snowboarding. (laughs) And is here. Making fun of Anthony with me. No. Never that. Never. Oh, uh, yeah. Good to see you guys live and in person. Finally. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been, it's a, been while. a very weird couple of weeks. It has. This is the first time since the new year. Yeah. For this me. is the first time since the last time that we've been together. So mm. that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, lit- just like 10, 
nine, Betty White is dead. Yeah. Eight. Oh, oh no. Like it, it was yeah. yeah, not a good start to the year. But but sometimes that can be an omen that we're just getting rid of the crap in the beginning and maybe it'll get a bit better later. I'm sticking to that. Because yeah. I genuinely feel and I t- I think it was you or Anthony, like when 2020 started, it was one of the best, funnest times of my life. Like, mm-hmm. we were traveling, things were booked. I'm like, yo, 2020 is going to be a lady. <laughs> and then <laughs> everything day. shut down. Yeah. And it was, the rest of the year was just it was awful, a big awful, awful, awful. So this year it started with the awful. So hopefully it ends with the awesome. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, I mean. Let's just call it all perspective. Mm. No, we're just going to stop there. You just said, mm. I wanted to hear what you had. Okay. I wanted to I mean, elaborate. 2020 going back, you say it started off great. It did take a turn, but there are a lot of opportunities, right? Mm, a lot of people made a ton of money and I still did. are making tons of money. I wasn't one of them. That's okay, though. So, I mean, it's just outlook and based on your circumstances, I think. And it's not like you did nothing. It's been two years. You've done a lot. You've come a long way. I'm sure you've grown in many ways. No? It's been two years of 2022? Yeah. Since 2020. Since the beginning of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on our third year of the pandemic. So do you not think you've mm-hmm. grown? Yeah, I In other ways? Have. I mean, not maybe not where you projected yourself being at that point in time. You're That's not on true. the road touring as Dr. Dre's, or as Dr. Dre, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Right? So things change, but things change for the better. Having said that, we also got to watch a lot of our contemporaries drop out of the race Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic and they were just not able to handle all this stuff anymore. That's true. So with looking at perspective like that, staying where you are or or growing that as much as you wanted during an event like this is still something to be happy about, I guess. That's true. I think so too. It was a chance to reinvent yourself in a lot of ways. Dig Mm -hmm. deep, find out maybe some things that were... You didn't have time to do because you're consumed with work and other things and really start playing piano, for example. I know Mm -hmm. a couple of us start doing little things like that, reading more, diving more into Matt things, which I have no idea what that means as I'm saying here. Yeah, what kind of things does Matt like to do? (laughs) If I'm wondering, others are wondering. Um, Well, in all honesty, starting this business has taken up most of my time. So leisure time has been kind of shrunken the over same. the past like half decade uh i don't know i'd like to go snowboarding with you uh <laughs> on the list. i've discovered that i like video games somewhat recently oh. um and really just like spending time with people it's weird all of my it's not weird it happens to everybody but all my high school friends are jobs and kids and wives and all that and yeah. I just get mm-hmm. to see their kids and be like that's my friend's kid. It, right. She yeah. looks like him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, this is what I want to do. I want to hang out with this kid. Yeah. And the parents too. Oh, I was like, whoa. Cool. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, and, and I guess priorities change, right? Yeah, if, yeah. if before I, I don't know, wanted to party and take wild, unnecessary risks, oh, maybe now so, that's less fun for me. So scared of every word that was coming out. I was like, <laughs> oh God, here we go. Oh, okay. You kept it vague. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've got family listeners, right? And yeah. the kids. We love the kids. How are they going to learn, though? Mm, if not for what your experience tell them, yeah. <laughs> true enough. That is true. We've had, this is our first time, just the three of us, in a while. It is. I was trying to... When was the last? Uh, December? December. Or was it... I think it might have been 75. Yeah. 1975? 
1975. All the way back. We're going way back. What kind of microphones were we using back in 75, Matt? Honestly, the exact same models. Mm. Microphones are one of the microphones and guitars are things that like the models just keep going. They just keep remanufacturing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Has there been any crazy innovations in microphones in the last 10 years? Uh, yes. Um, in the last 10 years, maybe no. Although I don't know what kind of bleeding edge technology people are working on uh, now. But the the weird thing about sound compared to video mm-hmm. is that, and I'm, I'm being loose with this terminology because it's not entirely true, but right. we've pretty much quote unquote mastered audio capture mm. a while ago right. compared to video. Okay. okay. Right? Like you, you could get a... Some people have like high-end recordings of their grandparents talking about the war, but there's hardly any high-end footage right, of the war, right? Because gotcha. capturing light in, in that sense was more, and color specifically, yeah. is, is more complicated than hmm. capturing sound. So in terms of advancements, we're kind of, if you think about like a regular headphone jack, that's hmm. over 100 years old. Right. And we're, we still use that. To, and then when Apple and other companies took that away, people got really upset. But if you think about it, why are we still using technology from 100 years ago? Cars and headphone jacks. What's the point? Right. So I Bluetooth headphones for everyone. <clears throat> well, it, the technology for Bluetooth is like almost as old as World War II. Yeah. But that combination is fairly new. And the fact that the entire community is accepting it now and people just are used to their headphones not having wires. Right. Remember how annoying that wires used to be? They used to be really... They still are. And the gym still and stuff. They still use them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right here. Yeah. There we are. All wired up. <laughs> what about like uh, Adobe Digital and Atmos and stuff like that? Did wh- when did that start to come into the actual industry? Um, Adobe Atmos is pretty new. It's not an improvement in microphone technology, right? But just sound. I we're mean, talking about sound in general. Technically, there are ambisonic mics that let you record all around, but they are essentially a cluster, like a ball of regular microphones okay just configured together right but it's um it's actually i was just reading about this we haven't really and it's weird to think about innovated since world war ii mm-hmm. on the capture on side, anything right? on anything in, in life all of the technology we have right now all the amazing things we have it's all just embellishments of on world war ii technology uh, wait what about like Microchips, Wi-Fi. radio waves, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi. It's all things that were developed back when governments were pouring insane money into science. And the last time that really happened, aside from the Cold War, was World War II. You don't think that's happening right now? Which no. is like working from home and all of the stuff that's happening as far as companies trying to navigate... Um, I don't want to say isolation, but like um, essentially, yeah, like during the pandemic, I, I think that people are trying to figure out different ways to kind of adapt without having to be around people. Absolutely. But it's all still sort of remixes of things that Fair were discovered in World War II. <clears throat> right. Everything. That's the microchip, which basically is responsible for all of these changes around us, that's technology from, you know, it started with breaking the Enigma machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... It, it, it kind of illustrates, sadly, how when governments don't invest in development, no one like no one else can afford to. Uh, so we just we stagnate, and it, it doesn't feel like we're stagnating. But if government, did you know that after the moon landing in '69, the plan was right away to go to Mars? Right. 
And then instead, there were other things to deal with with Russia, and they said, forget it. We mm-hmm. could go. We could have gone to Mars in the seventies, right? Right. That's that's how confident they were about their technological advancements. And since then, we just got stuck there, and now we're picking it up. Which journey thing. takes longer, the Moon or Mars? Mars, way longer. yeah, way longer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, good question. Mm. Interesting. It so, takes so long, sorry, that you, you can't ahead. just directly fly to Mars. You have to figure out where's Mars <clears throat> going to be. Right. And then go there and meet Mars on the way. Oh. So make it quick. Right, really, right, right. really far. Yeah. So stop over in Philadelphia and then. <laughs> Philadelphia, if you guys didn't know, Philadelphia is right between us and Mars. <laughs> right between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Fun fact. <laughs> so you're saying like that, that nothing's changed on the capture side. I'm going back to microphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the digital technology, but again, yeah, that's yeah. from okay, that's the seventies, really. Like the first digital reverb is from the seventies. Okay, it doesn't. It's weird to think about that they had microchips and electronics and computerized things in studios back then. Internet. Yeah, they. It, mm. it was pretty crude. Nothing back yeah. then, but it was the internet. Yeah. Well, that is interesting. Yeah. Mm. Quantum computers are kind of wow. promising as the next thing, right? That's something we didn't have before. VR. What about VR? It's it's clever, but it again, it's a it's a mix of a gyroscope for your head detection, mm-hmm. which is old technology. How how you know ships navigate yeah, other yeah. things, uh, screens, lenses, internet, wires, computers, microchips. It's all World War II tech. Hmm. Interesting. Matt is challenging somebody to create something new. I'm challenging everybody. They're inventors. <laughs> inventors know about this problem. <laughs> no, they tend to know so about it. We need it. something new. We need something yeah. to impress Matt. But the thing is, at this point, <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to... Yeah, just talked right with right you. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm hearing you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to be impressed. But the problem is nobody can just invent things at home anymore on that kind of scale. Well, mm. yeah. Like the next inventions need hadron colliders and all kinds of crazy quantum technology. No one's going to hear this, go to their basement and invent the next thing. <laughs> right. Next There's, scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to talk over you. I was continuing your idea. No, no, no. I was just... Which I was, is funny. <laughs> we like when people just power through jokes because that makes the joke even funnier It's better sometimes. for the person listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, office yeah. taught me that. Uh, you can't... If, if something funny happens, uh, if you want to be a funny person, don't laugh and keep going like it's a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever worked in an office? Yeah. Can you picture office, Matt? No, <laughs> I have an I actual. Can, I can because I I can compare his personality to someone else at, especially in IT. Like, well, okay, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, mats yeah. in IT. I when I worked yeah. in an office, I invented. I invented, uh, the, I invented the first handless phone system. How? I took it was a corded phone. I have a photo. I'll show you. Mm. And I would put it to my ear, and I'd take the cord and wrap it around the rest oh, of my forehead. <laughs> and then I just because it was a telemarketing center. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I had I my hands it. free, and I just had this cord around my head. Smart. I'm telling you, man, innovation, innovation. I got more leads than everybody because I didn't have to hold my phone. Really? No, because I was a good salesman. <laughs> no, I was, I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> Even the extra, extra little half a second. What's the worst job you've ever had, Anthony? The worst job I ever had? I did some pretty crazy jobs back in the days of temp jobs. Yeah. In high school, especially. Setting I up the circus garlic. was really bad. I was picking setting, garlic. Picking wow. garlic took me right back, man. I don't even want to talk about Picking? Uh, yeah, I was about th- like I was on a farm. Like four days. Yeah, what's so but bad was, about picking garlic? It was just hot. hot oh, and just backbreaking, sun and just like yeah, in the ground. Um, that was probably the worst. I've had some weird ones, but not 
bad. Wow. What about you, Dariki? Setting up the circus was for me. Like literally the giant pole. We've talked about this, right? You and me have talked about it. (laughs) But it was like the closest thing to slavery I've ever done. Like if we were thirsty, this bearded woman, I'm not kidding, she was bearded. It's a circus. Yeah. She had like a goatee like me. And she would be like, water's over there. And you're like, there's just a hose. Yeah. And you go to the hose and it's like warm water Mm. and like a dog. And you cry and you'd be like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, but it's for the money. Yeah, because I wanted, I was like 13 at the time. So I wanted money and no other job was going to give me money. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, that really took what we had. And to. me and my buddy, Ryan Brakovich, we went and did it. And uh, we literally had, Frack. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you'll ever listen to or hear this. But um, yeah, we did it and it was one of the worst things I had ever done. And she'd get mad at like 12.30. The last bus is at like quarter to one. We're like, I got to go. Otherwise, I'm going to miss the bus. And she's like, fine, quit on your team. And she threw the money. And I had to pick up my four $20 bills. She paid in cash. Yeah. I picked up my four $20 bills and was like, wow, like, is this how my grandma felt? It's... Gosh, wow! wow. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's exactly how she felt. It was. I was waiting for people to. That one's sick. It's. We talked about this. I've also worked at a circus, but tearing it down. You have set it up. Yeah, yeah. We were I supposed like, to return, and I did. I feel like setting setting it up is harder than tearing it down. I believe you. Wrecking something is always easier. Yeah, right? yeah, it's funner. Yeah. Um, oh, but that was also like. Pain. I, I think it's fair to say fun. oppressive. They were yeah. screaming. Yeah. And like the way I don't know if when was the last time most people saw a circus tent? I do think they still do circuses? Yeah, Odd. yeah. Um, they have a hard time now with animal rights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say I yeah. don't know if Which they allowing should. That yeah, but at this point there were elephants and I think tigers and stuff too, yeah. and just and I, it was really shitty. And I remember there were just these two guys. They just hired us off the street. And these two guys had the weirdest squabble. The whole night they're going, fuck you, fuck your mother, fuck you, fuck your mother. And they just kept on doing that. Um, And it was getting, same thing, no water, no anything. So at some point, the second time I did it, because I'm an idiot, (laughs) I... I, I couldn't take it anymore. I'm not proud of this. I left. I went to a restaurant. I had a breakfast all night. And then I came back, put a sweater on. And they're like, were you here the whole time? I'm like, yeah, I just put a sweater on. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and they just paid me. Wow. But they were being so mean yeah, and yeah. and they paid so little that I didn't really feel that bad. Mm. It was Tarzan's circus. Come at me. <laughs> I just remembered another That's... really bad job that I had. We should talk about mm-hmm. what you learned from these jobs. Were there any takeaways? I learned that I'm going to stay in school and I <laughs> will grad. I promise you, that's yeah. what I thought. I'm yeah. like, I'm graduating high school. If Top my class, yeah, if yeah. if my, I'll die before I, I don't graduate. I had I to. Know. I had mm-hmm. to do this. Just seeing some of that and was like, this is what happened. I think my mom was the one that said it. This is what happens when you don't have high school. And I was like, oh my god, I'm getting high school. I'm getting high school. What I learned from go. that experience because I was still like in my mid late teens mm-hmm. that was one of the first indications i had that adults are just as full of fuckery as children mm. i didn't learn that until you way, know way later. Yes. i i didn't it didn't like really hit yeah like we're all the for same for a few more yeah for a few more years but it's just like these people are unsafe and irresponsible and mean and they don't care oh, about okay. each other's well-being and they're grown-ups i thought that they had some sort of extra faculty well, that's right. interesting yeah. that they didn't I and didn't learn that that young. Yeah. When did me, you learn? Maybe it? not in that way. It took way. me a long time to realize that 
adults don't know. <laughs> like a lot of people don't know I what they're doing in life. As I became an adult, I started yeah. to realize, wait a minute, these people are the same age as those people were. And then I, yeah, then it started to all come together. Like everyone's making the same dumb choices. Yeah. So if they were, if we're doing it, then they were doing it. And then you start to put two and two together in different situations and realize, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot later. That's very vague because I keep thinking of specific incidences <laughs> that I'm absolutely not going to mention. But, um, <laughs> That's fair. It came later. But it's yeah. usually things that you don't want to mention to other people because it's yes, like, what amen. the hell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Circuses. Circuses. Wait, um, what other bad job did you have you were going to say? Oh, I worked at a, what do you call this? A meat rendering factory? Oh, or yeah. just a hot dog joint? Yeah. <laughs> you told me this story? Yeah, I was trying to avoid the meat, then? which meat, but yeah, it was uh, Oh, sorry. It was a pork plant, a pig farm, or yeah. a pig killing all oh, the same. It just gets worse. Yeah, I don't know what to call Pork it, farm. but it was awful. It so was I want to slaughterhouse. Here's a question, basically, uh, and we're not trying to get political here. It's just a, a question I want to ask Tariki. Yeah, uh, you very often hear the story of someone vegetarian or vegan who was exposed to sort of the animal factory world, mm. and they went, "Yuck! I don't want to do this ever." Yeah, but then you also have people that work there uh, and continue to eat meat. Mm -hmm. What? Did you have moments when you're like, what the hell, I can't eat this anymore? Or Absolutely. It definitely was a crossroads in my life where I was like, do I want to eat pork if this is what it takes for me to enjoy bacon and some other stuff? But after a while, so that summer I definitely didn't eat any pork. I gave up on a lot of pork. And then Just I didn't... Pork. Yeah, because I worked there and I didn't see how a cow was killed. I didn't see how a chicken so was killed. So was this just based on the process, not the like... It wasn't like it was dirty or there were... A little, uh, all the above. A little, oh, it was all the above. Yummy. So I was just, my experience was just like pretty rough. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to eat meat. But then I went somewhere else and I went to a farm and I saw how they handled their meat, their not meat killing, their animal killing and how they just were... more responsible, right? Yeah. And it just looked more ethical and responsible. And the, the pig had a happy life, clearly. <laughs> Whatever, however it's hard, long it was on. It's hard not to laugh at but, the idea of, yeah. Yeah, worrying about pig's happiness when I'm No, no, I'm very it. concerned, pigs. But, um, we love you. Yeah, why would we make anything suffer? Right. Exactly. That's right. And that was the part that I didn't like, was the suffering that I saw with my own eyes. It's unnecessary. You right. can eat meat that didn't suffer. Right. And that's what I do now. Like, my mm -hmm. meat is sourced from two farms that I know of, and I've I could, if I wanted to, go to those farms and see how they operate, but... Where Trust my them. meat is sourced, and I, I definitely don't eat as much meat anymore because of it, but it changed my life for sure, definitely. Yeah, and here we are now. Short years. You guys want to get some uh, superstars? Let's go get some bacon. Yeah. Um, speaking of, let me bacon. bring this back. There is some technology that has grown since World War II, uh, and we've just had a huge advancement with pigs. Mm. The first person ever to get a pig heart transplant. That's real? Got it. And survived, yeah. Real. And what's incredible about that, so pigs, for we don't know why, but in there, their organs why are basically... Why do you know why, though? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, for some reason, pigs' organs are basically human organs. Mm. Like, when you open up a pig, you're like... Is that my liver? That's weird because in high school we opened Sounds up a disgusting. pig fetus. Right. And that's part of the reason because mm. for a very long time, scientists, doctors have been like, we should, like you can't because the the uh, organs would get rejected. Yeah. But 
physiologically, a pig heart is a working heart that a human could take. So what they did was they started making pigs. This has only been done once so far where they just genetically modify them with the host, the human's DNA, so that the new pig that's born shares the DNA. It doesn't become a pig person. Nothing changes about the pig. The pig is a regular pig. It's just that when you put that heart into a person, the specific person that this was made for, the the body recognizes the heart and they communicate and they coalesce and they start working together Mm. instead of rejecting each other. Does he develop any pig-like characteristics? And I'm not saying that to be funny. Well, I guess I you was. Are but, half, half, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm genuinely curious. Of course not. No, no. No, hmm. there, nothing changes about these pork? pigs except how the cells so communicate. Yeah, does another. it eat pork? <laughs> I don't, this just happened. But basically, this, wow. the, the, it, there was an ethical issue. Some people were really against it. And the only reason this was allowed is because this guy was dying. There was no mm-hmm. heart left for him. He was on his way out. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to? You want to try this? He's like, I don't want to die. Let's do it. Um, I don't know why yikes, because that would mean very soon that Mm -hmm. anybody that needs an organ, anybody, doesn't have to wait on a list. I forget what the number is, but thousands of people in America, in a quote-unquote civilized country, die every year waiting for organs. You're right, for sure. Um, sure. That makes sense, because you have to wait for someone to die. Mm -hmm. And then you have to hope that there's an... uh, that there's a match and very often that match is imperfect and you have to take drugs for the rest of your life to prevent the your body from, from rejecting the organ. Oh, and, rejecting, really? Yeah, because it's a foreign medi- object. Medication For to, the rest of your life. That's, wow, yeah. that's intense. But I with, knew that people rejected yeah. transplants, but yeah. I didn't realize there was medication you could take to, to not yeah. reject wow. it. So if you can make a pig that just has organs for you, so I could have a pig farm just for the organs for people. Yeah, and, and, and the meat organs. too, double up. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably sure. not. God. It'd be weird for some, I don't know, no, someone oh, that, to eat that's, something that's I have a heart of. Right I don't there. know. But is it really? Because you'd need a healthy heart. And then that, sorry, that healthy heart would be a healthy pig to eat, no? And the for human sure. DNA. Yeah. Hmm? And the human DNA. There's no human DNA. It's not like that. It's, okay. it's, they're not changing any characteristics. No, just as far uh, as eating They're just introducing the... There was just an introduction between the um, immune systems. Right. Do me a favor. With that, that in thing. mind. Huh? That thing in your. <laughs> That's right here? Yeah. It forced me. I was like, why oh, is it wow. shining at me? Just I thought, a I, had, weird thought I had eyes. <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> it sees everything. This is the last pig point, and I feel like we should move on. Yes. But just based on what you said, DNA, human match, yes, no. Just the idea of the whole thing. Would that make you quick to jump out and grab a. Pork chop? I don't know, whatever. Like, it just doesn't seem like something that you'd be enticed to want to consume. If it helped you pig. save your life, though. Well, not me, but for knowing that this pig went through this process. They probably change, won't. Would I want to eat it? They probably right. won't. No, no, you're right. I'm now, sure. here's the big challenge, because we're superstars, all right? I'm getting excited now, because someone tuned into a music <laughs> and, podcast. And the funny thing is that Anthony looks like he's homeless right now. He's like, we're superstars. <laughs> These are brand new clothes. This is what you do when, you, when you're, when you're on chic. that level. You buy brand new clothes that look a little ratted. It is true. Isn't that hilarious yeah. how that works? All right, now check this out. People tuned into a music podcast to mm-hmm. listen to us talk about pigs right. and our worst job ever. Yeah. That has to mean that we made it or we don't give a damn. So, Matt, I want to challenge you mm. to cycle this back to music. <laughs> Go, pork pig. First of all, we're not just a music podcast. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're also, a media podcast. We're media and pigs 
Um, name a famous pig. Pepper. Porky. That's all. There you go. That's musical. There you go. Um, Well, we can think about all the musicians that could have been saved from transplants, Mm -hmm. uh, especially people that wreck their livers. True. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the list on hand, but if we <laughs> look up a, like, if we look up a list of famous people in general that yeah, yeah, died yeah. of liver, is it cirrhosis? Is that what it's called? Mm, yeah, that's an alcoholic problem. Yeah, that's not mm. something that's easy to fix unless you go beep boop boop. Here's a new liver for you, right? I and I, I don't know how good what technology is with liver transplants. You know, I left medical school after failing for seven years, <laughs> but. Seven years. Uh, <laughs> It, it it's just incredible. It's just it, it, if anything, this discovery is going to it's cool stuff. Uh, aid with overpopulation or aid with living a very very long time. Imagine because mm. you know you think we're overpopulated though. I think uh, there's a population it, density issue. Well, the, the thing is kind of like COVID in the beginning. You can't look at the numbers now. You have to look at the numbers in three days, right? How much are we growing? Mm, right I see there's still plenty of land on earth yeah, it's just yeah. a matter of how we handle that land and how renewable we become and the access to resources yeah. around that land and that's another huge thing because people are like we switch to solar everything will be fine mm-hmm. but there's probably a big war looming about battery resources mm-hmm. right we mm-hmm. can't which is why i've been thinking I like to predict the future, especially now that we're recording it, because I'll listen back and be like, ha ha, I was wrong. Um, I think we may end up at a point where we'll have a lot of devices that are not battery powered. Mm-hmm. Um, How will they be powered? If you had to guess. Running um, Boom. Constant energy or nuclear mm. or or something something that's always plugged in, maybe plugged in wirelessly. That's something Tesla has been talking about back when mm-hmm. he was alive. Uh, so we we may end up in a in a world where our cell phones don't have batteries in them, but the whole network around us is wireless power. Mm. We'll see what happens. That? But we're also starting to mine meteorites, so all that may, might change. Mine media, meteorites. Oh, meteorites, gotcha. Or the asteroids before they hit us. I was gonna. I thought they were asteroids. Right, but I could be wrong. Ask before, me after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. Oh man! Wow. Well, hope you all hope you all got that down. If you didn't, rewind, take some notes. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is still not about music, is it? No, no, no we're getting back there. We're, we're getting, getting back close. there. But you ha- you were you were close with that point about um, failure of the organs and how pigs could have played a vital role in saving a lot of. So if you, if you had a pig farm, I guess I'll put it this way, and you could save one human. Let's say they didn't have, they weren't transplanted. Not not one human, one musician that you like. <laughs> You could bring one musician back from the dead. Who would you bring back? I'm gonna have to look up who died of liver issues. Let's say it wasn't liver; just, just you had a magic wand. Michael Jackson. I was gonna say the mm. same thing. Unanimous. I don't think. Give me. Some. I, I think second place would be f- a few steps below Michael Jackson. Good point. Michael Jackson for sure, especially because he was about to do something so huge. Yeah, this is it. at that moment. Yeah. That, yeah, I would have liked to. I wanted I to go see to that. See like. That. Because I, I wanted to. to, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. And you know who I would have really loved to be a part of, for that to happen? One of our past guests. Judith Hill. Judith Hill was yeah. the main keyboard player for I that. Right. Background singer. Mm. Confusing musicians, yeah. Yeah, she was She was the lead. Um, our uh, number two after right. Michael on that. So would have been nice. Would have been nice for her and for him and for a lot of people. So that's a good choice. What about well, you, yeah, outside of Michael? 
Or Michael, if that's your choice. No, I want another one. Honestly, and this is selfish, and a lot of people are going to be like, really, that's who you'd save? I would love to have seen two rappers back and see what they would have done if they were alive for a year. Would we still have put them on the the pedestal that they're on? Tupac and, and Biggie? Biggie, yeah. Okay. I, would have, I would like to see I how do. that one would have played out over yeah. time mm. because... One was on a timeline of destruction. We know that. Uh, well, not, but he was not fun to be around. Was really perpetuating a certain type of lifestyle on and off camera. That Biggie, Pac, Pac was okay. And, uh, and Biggie, there's two sides to that story. What do you mean? Because he had the whole unity thing that he was talking about with Death Row East. Unity. Mm. So it's tough to say, man. But I know, I know you're saying though. Just the stories of yeah, other people yeah, yeah. when, like, they would say when he was around, it wasn't fun. Like, because yeah. him and his entourage were always up to no good. You know. Anyway, yeah. I would have just loved to have seen how those careers would have played out and who would have stood the test of time. And who would have crashed yeah. and burned. And who would have been able to be what they became if... Yeah, would they both have around? become what they became yeah. if they... But I'm talking about other people, too, that blew up in their absence. Other right, actors. Right, 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 right. Yes. I think that about Kurt too, Cobain yeah. and Nirvana. Um, I think any anybody in the 27 Club, really. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, we we know. I, I mean, she, she was, was already She already did the I'm whole I'm thinking, career. like... Yeah, I'm thinking like mid-career revive that. Otherwise, mm. you think she would have came back strong? I don't know. I mean, mm. it's unlikely. I wouldn't yeah. imagine yes, but if we could revive her back to her heyday, kind of. But I always wonder yeah. about Biggie and Pac. Like, yeah, what, that's a good. One. What would happen if we get like if they were alive? Would they have? Especially because it was become, two of them at, yeah. within a year. I, so I think they were kind of. Hinting at sort of making some sort of peace towards the end. Biggie never wanted the drama. And it was never, like, he was upset when Pac did it from, like, a hurt friend, not more mm -hmm. like a adversary. Because yeah. they were friends. Like, that was the messed up part about the, the situation. But Divide and conquer. I mean, and there was so much involvement of other people, too, Yeah, as right? I say, like, there's plenty of storyline, and, like, I'm sure there's a lot of who knows what... Misunderstandings towards too, yeah. certain, yeah, and the media definitely fueled the flame with nonsense and propaganda yeah. as well. That in that time you didn't have cell phones and Instagram and T and uh, you know a platform. Were you about to say TMZ? No, I was going to say uh, Twitter or oh. Instagram, where they could go up and be right. like, "Yo, guys, like I'm with Pac right now. Like we're friends," and sure. you know, kind of not make it into the spectacle that it became the East yeah. Coast West Coast stuff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. I do wonder, and this is uh, maybe rolling into conspiracy theory realm. The thing about conspiracies is that some of them are true. It's yeah. not like any, like you can wonder. It's just that if there's no facts, you can't be like, there's aliens at Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the idea of divide and conquer, mm -hmm. where if you have an adversary, quote unquote, mm -hmm. if you make them, f if you breed infighting, it's easier to take over or or demonstrate power over them or whatever it is. That's happening in, with the United States of America. For sure. But what I'm, I'm saying with the East Coast, West Coast thing, mm -hmm. it, I'm not saying that I think somebody deliberately did that on the outside, but it was definitely beneficial for many groups to go look at them squabbling amongst themselves and, they distract and cheer for percent. that. Yeah, and they're yeah. distracted too, right? And yeah. they're killing each other. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Why not, right? thousand percent. So it was a rough time if you go back.
Yeah. To the, like the heart of it. Yeah. It was a tough time, man. It wasn't just the two of them that lost their lives either. It was a lot right. of gangsters. And, when you live in a neighborhood yeah. like that in the mid-90s, early 90s, is there something you can do to, or where, to say, guys, I'm just, like I'm an neutral? accountant. Yeah, I just. I don't know. In com in like certain areas, uh, probably not. Like really? Those two colors just don't wear them. Unless you're ready for the... But what if I come out wearing green and I'm just... As long as there's no green gangsters, you're fine. Yeah. But there might a be a color that green claims gangsters. green, right? That sounds like something from some the Wild West. Stuff. Here come the green gangsters. <laughs> but if they claim that color, then you've got some explaining mm. to do. And that's what could happen, is if, depending on the colors. Do you think there's ever been a colorblind mm. person who accidentally got killed for wearing the wrong colors? For sure. Gosh, that's... for sure. Because uh, so my dad was colorblind. I've seen him make some hilarious mistakes. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like one time there was like a, a purple jacket that he was supposed to sew. That's right. Purple jacket. What's mm. up? And he went out and bought <laughs> what he thought was a purple string. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to fix it. It was like like an orangey green. Nice. It had nothing to do with purple. He's like, these are the exact same color. That's Which is interesting how that works yeah, too, I'm right? Yeah. Blown away by it. Yeah. The brain. Yeah. The brain. We're yeah, just imagining man. everything that we see. This is not real. It's all a dream. That's. It was all a dream. I don't even want to start. I'm not. Which is why I'm, I'm not so scared of VR because this is also not real. <laughs> I was gonna say that too, and I was like, I'm taking it too far if I say that. None of it's real. These are all thoughts we're all gonna have, and all, discussions we're all gonna have in the next five years. Because that's where the world what's is going. Real? Which yeah, means what, the real does it matter? Sorry, not what's real. Because this is real. I understand real that. To who? But does it matter if our experiences are in the virtual world if we're all there together? Because what really matters is the human connection. Right. Right. Mm, if deep. the three of us yeah. take a tour of I don't know, whatever. The Louvre. The Louvre together. Mm, right. And mm. we get to walk around, push each other in the bushes, yeah. just like real life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That Are we not going to fondly remember mm. that time we went to the Louvre together? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, that's a good point, but I have to go there to tell you the answer. Yeah. I don't know. You've never I tried VR, have you? No. Oh, we need to film you the first time. You're going to have Oculus, yeah. You're going to have a blast. <laughs> I'm also what curious to what life Anything is going to be like in the metaverse. Why can't I just do it here? Oh, just so we can be in different spaces and share these. Well, here's an example, right? The, the first thing I tried in VR, you put the goggles on. Okay. And the Goggle important up. thing, if you've never tried VR, is to understand that there's no like controlling your view. Like you have these 3D goggles on, which give you 3D sight of everything. Mm -hmm. You see panoramic all around you. No matter where you look, it's your line of sight. And there's gyroscopes on the device. So when you move your head, it, the image moves with you. So right. if you look left, you're looking left. Yeah. If you look behind you, you're looking behind you. Okay. So right there, and you have the headphones on with binaural technology, which I showed Dariki. Yeah. Things sound like they're coming from where they're from. If okay. you're talking to me and I turn my head, it's going to sound like you're behind me as you're talking. So spatial, and it changes depending where you're Totally facing. changes, yeah. So Very you can traverse through real spaces. You hear and see them in real life in real time. And the first thing that I did was I was dropped into like a Terminator zombie game. Not zombie, robot game. Okay. Where you're like hiding behind uh, whatever, like a rock or a sheet of metal, and these robots are coming at you. Yeah. And you have to come out and you actually have to duck and get up and shoot at them. Then, holy shit, there's one behind me. And you have to run away from it. And I did that for like five, 10 minutes. And my legs hurt like I squatted more than I've ever squatted in my life. Because when you're there, you're like, bah! 
right? You're not half-assing anything because if you do, they hit you. Yeah. Like you're, Wait, it was more you, real than real life. Are you running on the spot or are you actually running? It for there's so this is all it's not even cutting edge it's bleeding edge right okay, we don't okay. even have so an agreement just, on how this works yeah, one funny. way is that uh, you define how much space you have in your living room let's say got you you say you like you 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 draw it with your finger you go I have five feet this way ten feet that way mm -hmm. and then what happens is everything's okay and if you walk and you're about to approach a wall that you've defined yeah like a semi transparent like grid shows up to tell you careful got this you. is the end. Right, right. Um, there's also treadmills, like big yeah, circles that go yeah, in all yeah. directions. So you stand in place. Cool. You think you're running. You're actually standing in one place, and it compensates for it. I think that's gonna be the move. That sounds cool. What about the texture of the ground, like walking on cement versus the forest and the pile of leaves? That's gonna feel the same for now, but we don't know where things are going soon. Right, soon those yeah. pads will change and yeah. like yeah, that'd be cool. The feeling of grass. Smell o vision. Yeah. When I was, uh, <laughs> smell I did it early in high school. I wrote a paper on smell o vision. And did you like was... put envelopes with examples? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Open this one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be super cool. And yeah, say you go to the movies and you have the whole experience of like smelling the the scene or the city or the feeling popcorn the yeah or whatever. The fish. But yeah, just like. How scent enhances things just as much as music does, right? Mm. Finally, I brought it back. I'm just joking. Yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Smell of vision. Um, yeah. It's a real thing or important to anyone else. But No, no, it is. There was, uh, they tried it for a while Wait, here. Wait, that's my name, TM. Someone use that. Smell of vision? <laughs> Smell of vision's mine. Call it something else. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. Fine, there was do you remember 4d it was like not that long ago no. theaters were offering 4d no, 4d no. yeah so like 40 ounces they, yeah 40 they call, <laughs> i hate when people just take words that have meaning mm. and then they go it means this now right, right? Yeah. um Fair. like woke <laughs> like what <laughs> so 4d is the the seats move yeah and also, like, if there's water or something, there's, like, a nozzle that sprays you in the face. <laughs> and nice. there's, like, there's a few other elements. On you. It's just an employee spinning Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a Solo, like, the Han Solo story like yeah, that. Yeah. And it was okay. But That's the weird. problem, one of the biggest problems is there's all kinds of nozzles that release, like, either air flies in your face and shit. Oh, okay. But the problem that I had with that is that you hear... Like you hear right. the, the mechanics, oh, yes. okay. and that kind of ruined it for sure. You need like maybe yeah. yeah louder sound or headphones or something. And also, yeah, imagine That's you're just at home eating popcorn, watching Schindler's List, and you get sprayed with blood. And you're like, <laughs> come on, awful. <laughs> just cleaned up. It smells like corpses. It's just yeah. Oh, yeah. I think awful. there's a reason why we haven't pushed smell of vision. Lines. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm watching Yellowstone right now, so it just smells like cow shit all day and yeah. like hay. Gross. Yeah, could, yeah. Or like the Walking Dead. Every now and then yeah, they yeah. go, oh, right, right, because of the smell. Right. But and then you're reminded, like it smells like rotting corpses Everywhere. for ten seasons, <laughs> yeah. all the time. You get used to it. Yikes! Like I, oh, because you worked at the right. Yeah. So after a while, you get there and you're like, oh, and then not even three minutes, you're just like Man. nose blind. Yeah, you just yeah. It become adaptive to it. Most noses get used to any smell. After about four minutes, I agree. I've proven that. I've mm -hmm. come in here many times. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, you know, I have sense. a condition that prevents me from showering. <laughs> it's called nasty. I'm not. Yeah, there nasty. You go. I was trying to be so nice. It's called cruffas. Cruffas. <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. There's one other thing I actually wanted to bring this up at some point, and here's the point. Here's the time right now. <laughs> so here we go. So I actually mentioned it a few weeks ago on our podcast with Sean, uh, just about 
musicians um, needing validation. I wanted mm. to get your thoughts on that because I threw it out there, but neither of you got a chance to answer. You're very so. great and we love you. I'm uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. Let me go further than that though. Because, and the thing that I was thinking was you have, you could have Matt, a great drummer, mm-hmm. arguably. And I say that because, no, I say that because are you a great drummer when you're a great drummer in your community, but not having the recognition of world class. You could be the same drummer, someone catches wind of you, and now you're world-class, Matt, versus, you know what I'm saying? Decent drummer, Matt? Yeah. I don't know. I think world-class implies the class that you're in ability-wise, not who you know. And that's the thing. That's That's my thought as well. But then if nobody knows you and you're the best guy that no one hears, I mean, when I say nobody, I mean on a larger scale. But I, I, I was having that thought, and I'll tell you why. When we were talking with Divinity, yeah, Divinity Rocks, um, she played for Beyonce and all these other people. Right. You asked us a question about, I think you asked us when we first felt like a bassist or something mm-hmm. along those lines, like yeah, when yeah. we realized you know, that this is our thing. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. And I, before I answered, I was like, my answer is going to be so different than hers. Because her experiences on the world scale are right. just different than mine and maybe greater if that's the scale we're using, right? Yeah. So I gave my answer, but the whole time while I'm answering, I'm like, I'm thinking about what separates not me versus her playing, but just as far as our exposure and like what differences are there going to be in my answer versus hers based on her experience. You know, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, there's levels. So I think that like, if I tell Matt he's a good drummer, Matt might feel a little bit of validation. But then when True. you tell him you're a good drummer and he knows your level of skill, it's a different like, oh, okay, that's a different form mm. of validation to me. My mom tells me I'm a good singer. I feel good about myself. True, Thanks, True. mom. When Michelle or someone that I consider a phenomenal singer says you sang really well, it's yeah. a different type of compliment. But I'm was, just talking oh, personally, sorry. though. Well, you know, it's funny about that because you named Michelle and we all that know her will agree she's an amazing singer. Yeah, yeah. But people who don't know who you're talking about, it's just right. a name and it could be a name. That's why I'm saying there's so levels. It's interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Michelle wouldn't probably take my, like, you're an amazing singer as well as she would take Julie Black's. Do you know what I mean? Or I'm just, you know. I'm and even to... then, it's the same exactly. thing, right? Because it's just communities and. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. It is interesting. And with the internet, especially with Instagram and social media and people just Instant blowing up on there, yeah. it's like exactly what it is mm-hmm. instant validation. You put something out. You start to catch on a following based on your 60 seconds of maybe your best. Maybe it's the best you and can Hadrian do. And Hadrian was criticizing that a bit too. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit too. He brought up some really good points about the internet musicians that I never considered before. That just do tiny little pieces. Yeah, and like, then he was like, but then you ask them to do something and they can't play that random thing that he asked them as true. well as they can the thing that they That's studied. And that was... And I'm catching myself in piano with that right now. I can play a song really, really well. But you tell me to do something, I'm a baby. I'm a newborn baby again. So. And yeah, actually, that's another point too. Because but you're I not masquerading as not a baby online. Right. Okay, right. fair, fair. Good, so you're, good point. You're learning, you're growing, <laughs> you're expanding. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's true, masquerading as That's baby. hilarious. But it's true. People do that. Right, um, right. You want to put your best foot forward. I mean, you're not going to have an Instagram page or whatever with your mistakes Aren't only. Um, no one's going to be interested in that. So mm, I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be like a, Follow me. 
details. Follow me details <laughs> miserably every time. Um, but the other thing I was saying was I've seen a video cut called details before. Mm. I don't even want to know. All right, please continue. I'm curious. Yeah, you're curious. Okay, go on. <laughs> I almost want to take a break first. Is it bad? Is it bad? <laughs> no, no. I've never seen a video of okay. details. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I lost my point. Validation, Instagram. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, all the time. Oh, That's people why are listening I'll just start right saying like, buzzwords to try dummy, and don't you get notes? the spark. When, when Dariki just joined the studio, there was uh, a, a bit of time where anytime we forget what one of us was going to say, we both sat down. We're like, hold on. <laughs> We'd Nothing like pull out the yet. graph, <laughs> yeah. like, okay, last thing we talked about. Oh, you'd was, have to go down the list? Yeah, we wouldn't let it go. Yeah, because yeah, we thought it, it was a mental exercise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But this Against little Alzheimer's. commercial break has helped me to <laughs> regain my thoughts. Well, so thank you for there that. There you go. Um, so the other thing I was, I was talking about this the other day with someone too. But a part of being a musician, and I guess true musicianship, as far as I understand it and we've talked about, is being able to play something or sing something or whatever, deliver a performance... Um, in more than one way. Explain. Okay, so you play through, and I think this is what Hadrian was talking about, practicing something and reciting it the way that you practiced. Mm -hmm. But in the real live setting, um, it's possible that you'll have to play it a different way. Right. So, And also, it wouldn't be very exciting if you played a five-minute song the same way through every time. I think like I nothing would yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and there's also the element of like the drummer drops a stick... And then everybody looks and the drummer makes this, like, one more bar. One yeah, more bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then you have to do the math in your head quickly. Like, yeah, which yeah. bar, what do I add to this? Because it wasn't like written the into the music. Element, yeah. That's one of the coolest skills basses have. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Let's, I'll take that for what it is. It's very cool. <laughs> so, skill. yeah, now that, that does make sense. Well, I mean, okay, as a vocalist, right? I was say say yeah. you sing the song. You sing, there's four verses. Mm -hmm. The verses are usually going to have the same melody. Right. So is it that you practice the melody and you sing it that exact same way? Because it doesn't feel very dynamic. It's rehearsed and you feel it versus you're in the moment and maybe, you know, you change the phrasing or you change the melody or you kind of embellish a little. Yeah. Right? I think mm -hmm. that's part of the difference in my eyes. As, Fair enough. As far as just like really growing into musicianship, listening and then also being able to read and follow and follow by... Um, Adjusting on the fly. Mm, yeah. I don't know how that... No, part, no, I was just thinking when I like... I don't even know if I want to say this on air. But so like if I'm singing a song, right? Yeah. And there's some songs that I want to do covers of. Yep. I have now tried to avoid... Because I remember I'm a baby. I'm trying to do those covers just the way I heard Perfect. them. And that's it. Don't yeah. try and improvise. That was kind of my rule. Just do it the way they do it in your style. That's it. You know what I mean? In your like, style. Kind of my style, but like more I'm sticking rigidly to the original. Does that make sense? It does make sense. But now what I'm doing is let me take some, what's the word? Creative like liberties. Um, liberties, yes, right. on changing the song slightly to more how I would do it. As opposed to just rigidly the way the song, no, this is the way the song is. And I've seen a lot of really good artists do this. That's what most musicians will do. Whether it's just adding a run or changing like a, something very minor in the it song. It could be very minor, right. But I'm learning to not be so rigid in the learning of a song. Or, like you said, don't recite the song. Like, re just recite the words. 
Like just try and wrap it. Like try and wrap it. Song, yeah, but like but, yeah. try and wrap it instead of singing it, and see if you can do something with it in that way. Yeah. Just as a to break the monotony of learning a song, for example. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd say, like you, like you do, learn the song to the form, mm-hmm. understand the elements that have to remain. Right. And I guess the part of changing, it could be pre-thought, but that's not very exciting either, because mm. then it's the same thing. You're still memorizing something. It like, really depends on the culture, though. Some cultures are <coughs> like you better. Oh, you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm Classical speaking, culture. Right. Um, well, that's yeah. That's yeah. A whole European other thing. church culture mm, is that's just a whole like thing. you, you sing the Latin words as they are. And don't you dare change it. These are divine. I guess True. the point there is it's not supposed to be your interpretation in any sense, right? Right. You're, you're supposed to it's be a channeling higher God. force than yeah. you, even if it's I guess classical music is still mm-hmm. there's a force of music. There's so. even debates on. I was talking to Jaden about this yesterday. Hi, Jaden. J Dog, uh, <laughs> number one fan. I could give him that kind of shout out. This is true. <laughs> I'd be talking to this person who I barely know, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's like that thing you said on episode 53." And I'm like, "Oh my God, get out of my really head." He's done it to me too. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, we'll get him on, Jaden the intern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaden the intern. Oh my God! What are we, oh right, we were talking Sorry. about um, uh, Mozart, and Mozart is con- the the way that he wrote things, and and generally, it's considered that you're supposed to interpret it in a flamboyant way. Right. It's mm. you know uh, boisterous. That's just Mozart. If you've ever seen Amadeus, his character is exactly how his music is written. Mm. But sometimes they do a flipperoo and do what they call a masculine Mozart. Mm. Oh, Which is, they just down. you know uh, heavier transients, mm. uh, more staccato things, less flowing lines. They just interpret it a little oh, bit differently, and people sometimes get really mad. Really, they're like, "How dare you do this to my M?" And as M. someone listening, do you ever find it's it, it's still a beautiful? Uh, of course, it's even more song? impressive because they have to kind of take it their own way, right? In a yeah, sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard people to... get mad. It's hard to do anything with something yeah. that's already a masterpiece. Yeah, like, you know, you have to be really good. Well, it's the yeah. same thing. A, a, a more relevant example to us mm-hmm. is the there's purists in every genre, but cool. one sure. one thing that we've been noticing lately is the purists in the country genre, right? Country, mm, country, country genre, country, uh, denying like, well, denying countryness to black artists, right? Right, right. saying this isn't country, right. and the argument is why is it not country? I'm talking about horses and tax and uh, mm. dirt roads. I'm not just talking about Lil Nas X, but yeah, that's yeah. a prime example. What's not country mm. about this? Well, you're black, right? <laughs> right. 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 But, so, uh, but even then, if it's just you can't have 808s in this, you can't have this. Why not? Right. If it's the the theme is there, uh, the 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 type of singing is there. Right. Billy Ray Cyrus is even there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> What else do you need? Right. Uh, That's a fair question. Yeah. And but, music is all inspiration and copying each other over and over. That's really what it is. It's just a a, a continuously stirring pot all over the globe. Mm. Well, there's something, this makes me think of Miles Davis because there's some artists who are, you consider purists and they kind of grew up with the music, that genre a certain way and they don't seem to want any separation from the truth of it that they know. And then you have guys like Miles who are able to adapt through like an evolution of a whole changing style and culture and allowing younger guys to come in and and gals to come in and, you know, switch things around and almost, and to some people might say, like, make a mess of the music. Mm. Um, But still, he he was able to adapt. Not all people can. I'm probably one of those old school people who gets angry at certain things too, but... 
Take it away, man. To our Canadian listeners, that's Kilometers Davis. And what's important about that is that really all these artists that old heads listen to and go, this is the original, how dare you copy? Those are almost always people who themselves broke the status quo. I'm never going to forget I'm not going to stop laughing at this all day. I was so confused for soon. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, uh, laughter is good for the soul, man. That is. I don't. I didn't hear a word you said after Kilometers. We need to make a Davis. clip of all of Matt's dry jokes because they're fucking great. <laughs> Kilometer Davis. As weird as that, I knew right away. I gotta take a quick break. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was dope. dope yeah, he's dope. one and a half times a person in Canada. Yeah, for real. Um. But nothing. yeah, like what you said, when people think of Miles Davis now, mm-hmm. even if they never heard his music, yeah, uh, they think like, you know, jazz, pure form, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that person was shaking things up and people were not happy about that. True. And Led yeah, Zeppelin yeah. were shaking things up and the Beatles True. were shaking things yeah, up. Yeah. And Chuck Berry was definitely shaking things up. <laughs> yeah. oh, and But now people remember and they're like, no, these are the OGs and how dare you change? Even though those were the punks. Mm. And all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's right? True. And all of them got flack for what they did. So, you know, right? maybe chill out and wait for the this generation to break the mold too. That may be mm. my greatness. It's trying to hold me back, man. Damn. I'm holding me back. Talk about hip hop with country and a little jazz fusion. <laughs> you guys got to watch Chance the Rapper's rendition of Hot in Here. It's beautiful. Yeah, okay. Beautiful. He does a country version of Hot in Here. Mm. And I was like, too, I, I would actually listen to this version. Wow, it was really, really well done. And at first, like, you're laughing because you're like, oh, wow, good for him. But he nails it out of the park. To its words, an enjoyable country song. And you're saying like, wow. this as a true country purist, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> if if you ever, Dreeky's shy, but sometimes Dreeky's on his own and he's like, I found a cow in my... I got voice notes And you're like, holy crap. Like, you can for real sing <laughs> country. song? Yeah. Like, I, uh, what's sad is I kind of enjoy singing that way. All right, I'm going to tell the sad, truth about What's sad is that you feel that it's sad to admit that you enjoy country. Fair enough. I have a country playlist on Fair my enough. Spotify I've been listening to for years. Ha, ew. No, I'm kidding. It's dope. <laughs> it's like what I am. Get them, guys. It's not the new country. Come on, man. It's no, I listen. Deal. I do have a bunch of country on my. No, you, you have to. We had an idea. Do you remember this? Yeah, we, we did. Talked, okay. I can't leave it at that or else people will be like, I'm <laughs> not listening dumb, anymore. Dumb idea. Check this out, Matt. Me and Dariki actually talked about starting a YouTube channel. This is taking it back now of him mm-hmm. singing country. Why not? We thought it would really catch on. Like you you really nail that country. It's really good. What's weird is covers. I feel like like I'm not confident in stuff. I'm confident in my country voice. Yeah, it doesn't I sound I can like a parody. <laughs> Reckon I can um, do it. I'm fixing to do some country. If you want to hear this, let us know. Send us an email, comment yeah. on social media. Yeah, and speaking of things sure coming up, happen. this year is we're we're doing things. We're, we're gonna be making things. more content than previous years. Previous years we focused more, and I'm putting us accountable because I'm putting it on the yeah, air. I'm glad you're doing this. Um, I'm gonna say something too. It's gonna hold us. Yeah, because we the the studio was a lot of rentals. People coming in and we assist them. And then Dariki looked at me and said, "Are you stupid?" We, oh, you, you, you have a That's studio, why don't we use it? And I was like, geez, you're also culpable in this. But he put the blame on me. And now we're making, so a lot of cool things are coming this year. Very, very cool. Um, 
I think one of the cool things will be a live podcast on the metaverse, guys. I just said it. I think that mm. could be fun. I think a live yeah. podcast on the metaverse yeah, would man, be as long as you cool. got my ticket, I'm there. <laughs> Your ticket. Yeah. I've just been looking at technology that technology. does full full body scans <laughs> without having to wear all those dots all over your body mm. oh because there's so many dots and yeah. dots and right dots and so dots and basically dots you have what are those called though they're uh, motion capture they're they're just uh Some points like the robot they're they're high contrast markings, so the okay. camera can see them easily. Gotcha. And then you tell the computer, this is a, whatever, the elbow, this is the shoulder. It's so blah, cool blah, blah. to watch them do for animations for dunks on like, and like any sports. Yeah. Because you'll see the guys that you get to, with the dots on and the head thing on, mm -hmm. and they do the dunk and then they show you what it looks like in the game. You're like, wow, that's so awesome. So that's now with volumetric stuff. imaging, you have, this is all, again, bleeding edge, edge technology. So whatever I'm saying could change. But right. you have three cameras in the room. And you stand in the room and do whatever, and we get full 3D scans of like every nose hair of yours. Yeah, you're a full 3D person. Isn't the that wild? It's gonna be crazy, my friend. We're living it. Yeah, the future's yeah, now. We're living into it. The yeah, and governments, because we know you're all listening and taking tips. Please start innovating again. Mm. We need quantum computers. <laughs> we need uh, jet-propelled chairs. Ooh. DJ Do we need those things? <laughs> As a form of punishment things. for some people, maybe. Ooh, yikes. Into the ocean. Um, yeah. Good things are coming. Good Anthony, are coming. we hope you find a home. Thanks, man. I have a home right here. You do <laughs> have a home right here. Um, home is where the heart is. Dreeky, you down to close us out with a little bit of your country twang? No. Uh, <laughs> but nice on, try. Man. You got to rise to the occasion, Russell. I'm going to have to send Matt a voice note to throw it into this recording. Do it. Do you have one? He does. I do. Okay, we are for sure. Please don't forget. One chance. All you got to do is sing DNA Airwaves on your way out, or else. I'm just too joking. much pressure. I'm not All right. Sure. We'll make it happen. It's you guys will hear it eventually. You will. All right. Stick I'll, around, I'll everybody. That. I'll hold accountable. We have some wild guests coming up. Wild. And not like they're crazy. They're crazy. Well, I mean, musicians. So, you know, yeah. but <laughs> we're getting wild. interesting people from all over the place. And it's very exciting. To me, I'm already satisfied that these people heard our proposal and said, yeah, I'll come down. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. That's, You'll come down? That to me is the validation. All that yeah. It's like, really? Like, so there's been a couple where yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, they said yes to us, really? Oh, I've been. They must not them. be doing that great now. <laughs> I've been, I've been paying these people. That's why. Uh, that's why you're homeless. Money talks. Well, homeless man. These are brand new clothes. I probably still got the tag on. I'm not sure if I want to keep them yet, man. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks uh, for listening. We love you. God bless. Stay safe. Mwah. Wait, that's Rogan's thing. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just took back my kiss. <laughs>
That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.